Bless us, O Lord, and these thy gifts, which we are about to receive from thy bounty. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. God is great. God is good. Let us thank him for our food. By his hands we all are fed. Give us, Lord, our daily bread. Amen. Be present at our table, Lord. Be here and everywhere adored. Thy people bless and grant that we may feast in fellowship with thee. Amen. I imagine that blessing the food at meals is the most common time that a family prays together. My pastor recently shared about a prayer practice of her family with our small prayer group. We thought it would be great for other families to try. I'm Lynn Cosby, and along with Emily Freeman Penfield and Gerald Inslee, we want to encourage you to go beyond the blessing. When my husband Matthew and I first got married, we had another couple tell us about a tradition that they did with their Christmas cards. Every year they would gather all the Christmas cards they got and put them in a basket close to their dining room table. And every night that they sat down for dinner, when they blessed the food, they would pick a card out of the basket and also pray for that family. And so Matthew and I have done that with our girls for many, many years. And we've shared it with others, and others have taken up that tradition. So I shared it with my prayer group. Then we started talking about other people and lists and ways that you could pray for friends and people in your life that would take you beyond just blessing the food when you sat down to eat. So when Emily shared this practice, we thought about how great it would be to continue the practice year-round so that even when you ran out of Christmas cards, you could come up with people to pray for. Write some of these ideas down on index cards or slips of paper so that when you've made your way through your Christmas cards, you'll still have folks to pray for. Pray for each of your co-workers. Write their names on a piece of paper or a card, and each night, pray for one of them. You may know their specific needs, or you may just pray for them in general. If you're retired, you can pray for people you used to work with. In my work, I deal with a lot of different people uh, on a daily basis, from clients to vendors, and that is an easy list to go over the people that I dealt with that day, and also the people that I'll be dealing with in the next day or two. And so many of these people, the entire family, uh, have contact with. So it would be easy for me to pray for one of them and then their extended family as well. You could pray for people using your church directory. Or if your church doesn't have a directory, maybe you could think about the people, how they sit in the pews in the sanctuary or the chapel and go through each each pew or each row, and pray for people that way. You could also pray for teachers, past and present, um, teachers that you had growing up, and then maybe teachers that are in your life now. If you have children or grandchildren or, or children in your life, you could pray for their teachers 
and then go beyond teachers to administrators and school principals and all those that take care of our children um, when they're at school or daycare. Some other names you could add to the basket are your doctor, your dentist, and those who work in their offices, the people who work at the hair salon and the nail salon you go to, folks you've gotten to know at local businesses, business owners, waiters and waitresses, those who you don't see every day, but who mean a lot to you. You can pray for government leaders. You can go through the local leaders in your community and then the state, nation, and the world. Another easy way is to uh, look at the people that you interact with on social media, whether it's Facebook or TikTok. Um, there's always an issue, people that directly ask for prayer, but we also know that there are people on there that are hurting and would appreciate someone praying for them and for their needs and concerns. Some other names you could add to your basket are local civic leaders, people who work for nonprofits and are doing so much good in our communities. It's really easy to get those names. All these nonprofits have a website that lists their CEOs, their executive directors, their board members, and all these people are working to make our community a better place and deserve our prayers. If you've ever been on a sports team, then you could go through that roster and pray for your teammates, um, whether that's past or, or current. Pray for the bishop and the cabinet of the North Alabama Conference. Those names are listed on the conference website, umcna.org. And you can add conference staff and district staff to your prayers as well. Oftentimes after we see friends and loved ones after the holidays, um, we'll thank them for sending us a Christmas card and we'll tell them about our tradition that we will pray for them sometime in the next few months at our dinner table. And often this can be an entrance into a conversation on prayer with them. Some people don't talk about praying for others very often. That's just not a common part of their day. And so to have that entryway to talk about prayer, their prayer needs, it's a way of engaging them in your faith. We talked about some other advantages this practice will do for you and your family. It'll deepen your prayer life and it'll teach your kids to pray out loud if you take turns praying out loud for these different folks in your life. You can make a game out of it, like drawing a name out of a hat. Whose turn is it to pray tonight? This is who you pray for. You can come up with a lot of different ways to involve your kids and make them comfortable with prayer. We hope that you'll be inspired to go beyond a blessing with your family. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise God, all creatures here below. Praise Him above ye, heavenly host. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen.